church today? Good. So we've got Tony and Deepa doing kids' church today. Awesome. If you have kids, naught to free. We do have a naught to free area now as well. Awesome. Just on the offering, guys, I've had a few people just come up to me and ask, is the standing order still the same? Yes, that is. The bank details are all the same. We are still in the middle of the name change on the bank account, but as soon as we know those details, we'll let you know so that you can change the name. But all of the details as far as the account number, the sort code, they stay the same. Okay? Well, are we ready for the word of God? Yeah? Come on. We're going to invite Pastor Andy to open the word of God. Come on, Pastor Andy. Come on. Ah, uh, good. That took me back to being a youth pastor then. Yes, so. mate. Yes, mate. Yes. Hey? Good. Wow. Just want to say it's such a privilege being here. And... Um, you have a beautiful church. I'm a third generation Pentecostal believer and uh, been in church, visited many churches, spoke in many churches and uh, you need to understand as a visitor, this is a wonderful church and you're beautiful people and just the genuineness of your faith and just the atmosphere of this place is so wonderful and so, you know, you might just turn to the person next and say, well done. Yeah, because we're doing something good. And um, and we had a great day yesterday, and because me and Pastor Steve, we we we've known each other for a long time, and um, being his senior pastor for many years, and uh, when someone goes from you, you love them, you miss them, but you know our loss is your joy, and uh, but I know as we visited the church that they're going to be brilliant, um, because you've received them so well. Um, you've received us as a family so well, and so we really appreciate um, that. And um, So if you wasn't here yesterday, my name's Pastor Andy, and I became an Assemblies of God minister in 2007, and when I was 10. And uh, um, But uh, I did say before I was in the church for 43 years, um, which is uh, a long time, uh, but for some of you, I'm still a, a young person. Thank you, thank you, and so... I've reached that age where young people think I'm ancient and older people think I'm young. So that's beautiful uh, to be in that lovely uh, sweet spot in life. And so, well, what I wanted to do is, is yesterday, um, if you was away yesterday, uh, try and get the message. Because yesterday was a very prophetic message uh, regarding uh, Restore Church. And what I want to do today is, is, is to bring some teaching on a subject uh, that is not that preached about. And uh, it can be quite controversial, so don't worry. But I am a guest speaker, so. Uh, <laughs> but I don't want to, you know, chuck an angry grenade into the congregation and let Pastor Steve deal with it. But it's, there's something in the Bible that I think is really important for us to believe. And if you truly want to see this church restore people's lives, then I believe you're going to uh, have to understand uh, what I want to share this morning. So is everyone ready? Because I really believe that God's going to grow your faith. And, and I want to take it from uh, a story in Matthew, uh, verse 5 to 15. And this is what it says, and, and I w want you to understand and just think about the context uh, of these words. And 
He says that when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Wow. That's a powerful thing. This is a Roman centurion. And he came to Jesus for help. That breaks a lot of taboos. Yes? And he came to Jesus for help. Lord, my servant. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus says to him, shall I come to him? The centurion replied, Lord, I don't deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am myself are a man under authority, the soldiers with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and this one, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Amazed. And said to those following him, truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go, let it be done just as you believed it would. And the servant was healed in that moment. Wow. What an incredible story. There's so many directions that we could go in this morning. But what I want to speak about is amazing authority. Amazing authority. If you're really going to see this city change and if we believe that lives are going to be changed in this place, we've got to understand authority. Yes? And it's a, it's a difficult subject because especially when we've been through a pandemic and we've been told what to do a lot. Is that right? But there's something in this that I believe we, we need to understand. Because for me, if you don't understand authority, we believe that the university, the universe would collapse without authority. Yes? Society itself would crumble without having authority. It was wonderful to have the Lord Mayor here yesterday. What a wonderful lady she was. Very vulnerable, very honest. I thought it was amazing. For me, you can't be a disciple of Christ without understanding authority. You can't grow and mature as a Christian without understanding authority. Everyone with me? You won't understand God if you don't understand authority. You won't understand the Bible if you don't understand authority. Because you read the Bible, and the reason why it's the bestseller is because you can read many books, but the Bible, you can judge a book, and you can, but, but with the Bible, the, that Bible, it, it judges you, yes? Because the Bible says it's a mirror. Without authority, you won't understand society. Without authority, if you don't understand authority, you won't understand the spiritual realm. Amen? If you don't understand authority, you won't understand the Ephesians 4 gifting. And if you don't understand authority, we won't see a generation who are suffering ter terribly set free. And the great thing about this story is this, this Roman centurion had a lot of things against him. He was like the, the enemy of Israel. And he had lots of things that should not allow him to have access to Jesus and work in this way. But one thing he did understand from a man under authority, 
he recognized that Jesus was carrying authority. Yes? And through him understanding, he articulates... He articulates and understands something about Jesus that everybody's on a different page. And this Roman centurion understands Jesus, and that's why this amazing story where, where Jesus says, he, he listens to the centurion, and Jesus says, shall we go to your house? And, and, and this man says, this, the, the, the Roman centurion says, well, I know I don't need you to come to my house. And Jesus is stopped in his tracks. And is it wonderful that let's have that faith in restore church. Let's have that faith in our lives where we say, Jesus, just say the word. Because there's power in your words. And that's why it's powerful to be here today because we want to hear God's word over our lives. And he was, Jesus was so amazed at the response. And because he understood authority and because of his faith, the power of God was released. And authority is important because when we understand authority, because we've been given authority, amen, it means that when we understand authority, we understand the power of Jesus' words, it means the power of God flows. Because the story is about a man who's suffering terribly and who finds watching the news very hard. Yeah? It's been pretty hard going and, and people are suffering in our world. But then it's about the Roman centurion having faith and understanding Jesus. Amen? And I just want to put a bit of a caveat in here because sometimes we've suffered from people who have abused authority. Is that right? And sometimes when we've had a negative, a negative um, um, experience with the abuse of authority, that we, sometimes we put our walls up and think all authority is bad, right? But today, I want to say, even though you may have had bad experience from someone in authority, doesn't mean authority is wrong. Yes? And I want to encourage you, because I want to grow your faith today. Because yesterday we put a foundation of, uh, of faith and of glory, and today we want to put the foundation at the heart of Restore Church, that the amazing authority, amazing Jesus. Yes? We're just going to look at a few things, and I really believe, I want, I want you to really open your heart and say, God, expand my heart for you. See, Matthew 2, verse 3, it says, When King Herod heard this, it says, He was disturbing all Jerusalem with him. We need to understand amazing Jesus, amazing authority, because what the Bible says is that as the angels are appearing and singing on the hillside, glory to God in the highest. And we get the wonderful Christmas story of, 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 of Mary giving birth. And at that same time, the, the Bible says that when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. And why was this great disturbance? Because they knew that another king had just arrived. And straight at the outset of the birth of Jesus, we get tension. Because sometimes what we carry as Christians disturb things. Is that right? And that's why sometimes you, you may find difficulties because there's, you've walked into a situation where there's a clash of kingdoms. Yes? 
a class of kingdoms. And we live in a world that is greatly disturbed, especially uh, um, the worried about the Pentecostal church because we believe that we carry authority. Amen? Because in Matthew 2, it says, Matthew in, in the chapters 7, 8, and 9, and 10, speak of the authority of Jesus. It speaks of the authority of God's word. It speaks that Jesus makes the unclean clean. In those chapters, it says Jesus has authority over suffering. We get in those chapters that Jesus had the, the authority over the elements. It's one of these things that there was, there was the disciples was in the boat and there was a storm and we know this very well. And Jesus says, be still. And the disciples, it freaked them out. We've been walking with this person for so long, we, we didn't understand how powerful his voice was. It says in those, in those chapters that Jesus had authority over the powers of darkness. If you don't want to believe my testimony of who Jesus is, the demons in this verse bring a testimony about who Jesus is. Because in, in Matthew 8 it says, Jesus goes to these uh, uh, demon-possessed, and, and, and the, the demon speaks, and it says this, What do you want with us, Son of God? Oh, what a testimony. that They recognized, yes, and they say, Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Wow, what powerful words that Jesus is speaking into darkness. And let's believe all over areas of Plymouth right now. Yes. There's going to be some disturbance. Yes. yes. Because sometimes you get disturbances because God is working. And the Bible says that he, he cast them out into a group of pigs. And that's really interesting because what on earth is a pig farm doing in Israel? Yes. See, we've got to make sure in our lives, yes, because in those days, a pig was very unholy and unclean, yes. In Matthew 9, verse 6, and I know we know this well, but I want really to, to lay a deeper foundation, Jesus had authority over sin, yes. Now, to us, that's very um, applicable, and we kind of understand that, but in the Jewish context, that was blasphemy, and on this we stand, and he says, I, I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. The Bible says, you know, we, we want to, therefore there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Amen? And right now, I just feel some people, God, restore church, you want to step into God, stop, you know, you, for some people you may want to stop living in condemnation. Yes? Believe it's a word for people. Just receive the forgiveness and the freedom of Jesus. Also speaks in these that Jesus had authority over death. That a girl had died and he brought her back to life. Wow. And then in Matthew 10, he delegates his authority to the church. And Jesus calls his 12 disciples and gave them authority. Wow. One of the greatest needs in Christianity today is not many things we think about, but it's 
the biggest thing I believe that we, we want to see in my, in my lifetime is people who carry genuine spiritual authority. Amen? They'll actually walk with authority in the name of Jesus. And so it's wonderful today that we understand that Jesus has authority. It's amazing because Pastor Steve preached uh, when he opened the service with these words about that, that Jesus is the son of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For, all, all, for in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones, listen, or whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, and all things have been created through him and for him, for he is before all things and in him all things hold together. Come on, let's give God some praise about that because I'd be really, I'd be pretty freaked out. And right now the whole world's freaking out because they're thinking, oh, the world's not going to last. And we know, yeah, read the Bible. Yes. And I, I love David Attenborough and I respect him greatly. But when David Attenborough says, he says, um, we, he writes a, a big article that human beings are intruders on the earth. And I respect him greatly and I love his program, but what a load of poly, poly poppycock, that's it, it said, do you have that word here in Plymouth? Yes, you do now, poppycock. And we respect people for what they believe, but some of the things we're being told, it's just nonsense and, 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 and you know, society, scientists are now freaking out because they're realising something that's been in the Bible for thousands and thousands of years is coming true. Yes? And they're looking and thinking, oh, we can see, you, you know, Elon Musk is, is doing these rockets because he's a very intelligent guy because he knows he's clever. The Earth's not going to last forever, so we're going to kind of try and get to Mars. Yes? But our job is to try and get people to heaven. Just when they say, well, come on. We, you know, we need to look after the planet, so I'm not saying we, we don't do anything to help the environment. But come on, yes? God's in control, he's sovereign. In him all things hold together. And so if you haven't got it all together today, chill out because Jesus has it all together. He has it all together. He has it all together and all oh, through the pandemic, I'm in, out, in, out, shake it all about. It was all over the place, but he's got it. He's bringing it all together, this, this earth hurtling around the solar system. He's holding it all together. This is the power of Jesus. This is the person that we worship today. Yes, he is a God. He's our God. He's the God. He's God with a capital G. Yes, and like my Bible college principal in my first interview told me off for putting Holy Spirit, not with capitals. Yes, you need the capitals, God. The Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen. He was created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers and authority in all things. He has been created through him and for him. Hallelujah. We've been created to give God joy. We've been created to give God pleasure. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm preaching. I'll try and calm down. Matthew 28, verse 18. Yes. 
He says, Jesus came up and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. Therefore, go into all the world. Yes. And when we understand authority and we understand the power of Jesus and the power of Holy Spirit, we can go this week, whether you're on the factory floor, whether you're in the marketplace, whether you're raising your kids, we're all going in different ways, yes? That we can walk in the authority of Jesus. We get the amazing account of the authority of Jesus in John 19, verse 10 to 11. I love it. Jesus has some amazing mic drop moments. And Pilate says to him, when he's, Jesus in the custody of Pilate, and Pilate said, do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said, don't you realize I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? And Jesus answered, you would have no authority over me if it were not given to you from above. Pilate was like, <laughs> amazed. Wow, what authority. I'd have loved to have been a fly on the wall that day. Yes. And then we get authority, the amazing Jesus in Ephesians 1 verse 19. I know there's a lot of Bible verses, but I want you to walk out of this place today so encouraged. Because Jesus has authority. He says, Paul prays for the church that they would know that is uncomparable great power for who, is, who believes the power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when Christ, when he raised Christ from the dead. That's the same power that's in those church. Do you understand that? It's that same power. Jesus got tremendous power because, you know, it's one thing to raise somebody from the dead. It's another thing to raise yourself from the dead. Yes? Is that what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm sure because Jesus lived without sin, and uh, it makes, I just think it in a funny way, and it, not really funny, but it's Jesus scared death to death. Yes? Because death came to Jesus. Where's the sin? So I can conquer you. Jesus was like, You've got no power over me. Amen. And because he li he's raised, we don't deserve his grace, but because of his righteousness, hallelujah. When that day comes, when God calls us home, and hopefully for, not now, but for many years, we stand in that hope because we don't grieve like the world grieves. Amen. That, that, that you know, if, and if we, and so it says, from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule, all authority, all power, and all dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only uh, in the present age, oh, come on now, this is, this is theological caviar. The authority in this present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head 
over everything the church. Yes, the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Oh, the older I get, the more in love I am with Jesus. And the older I get, the more I stand amazed at Jesus and who he is. Wow. Thank you, God, for giving us that revelation to understand who Jesus is. So amazing authority, amazing Jesus. My second point is amazing authority, amazing church. And normally kind of amazing is overused, overused in our culture, isn't it? But Jesus said amazing, amazing faith. So Jesus has authority. And how do we place ourselves to serve under his authority and to be filled with power? Because God wants a church that has authority. Yes, we have authority. And, and, and at the end, we're just going to have a short prayer for people who just wants to see, have a touch from God. It says this in Psalm 91 verse uh, one, it says, uh, and you know this well, but it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Yes, a version says in brackets, whose, whose power no enemy can withstand. Yes, and so the truth is, sometimes people don't like things over them. Yes, they get a bit offended. I'm going to be like a maverick. Yes, well, you know, you can't be a maverick in the house of God. You can't, because you, you're under authority, yes? And some people say, oh, you know, I don't want anything above me. And we're in a culture where, for me, I won't unpack this, but the, the, world, the world are all scared out of their brains because they're worried and concerned, but they won't acknowledge the authority of Jesus because when you know you're under authority, it gives me peace. And it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And God, maybe, I don't know where you are in church, maybe you've come and you think, well, I'm, I'm on a journey to faith. Or maybe some of you think, well, I come to church, but I'm not sure about my life. I just feel a word for you is right now, maybe today you've got to say, God, I want to come to you. I want to come under your authority. Yes, I want to have a shadow over me. And sometimes that neg has neg negative connotations, right? But I actually find a great joy where I'm living under the shadow of, of the Almighty. Amen? Oh, come on, church. What a church it would be if everyone we dwelled in the, the, in the, the shadow of the Almighty. Yes? Wow. Wonderful. Amazing authority, amazing church. You know, it's lovely in Exodus where Jesus, uh, sorry, God delegates his authority to Moses and we need authority because we know that the magicians of the day in Egypt had a lot of power and they was they was kind of trying to work something but but got but M Moses carried authority and that's why you know he had to knock on Pharaoh's door you know when we carry authority we can get a reaction because sometimes it has to get worse to get better because when Moses went and spoke to Pharaoh, Pharaoh didn't say, oh, of course you can have all the people. Yes? 
What, what's his reaction? He gets greatly disturbed and says, how dare you speak? You, the the answer is no, and by the way, I'm going to make the labor for the Israelites ten times more. Yeah? And so Moses is getting grief from Pharaoh, and then Moses is getting grief from the people. Since you open your mouth, our life's got ten times worse. Please pray for leaders. Yes? Yes? Because it's one thing of getting the people out of Egypt, it's another thing getting the Egypt out of people. Is that right? But Moses, nine times he went back. Oh, nine times. Because his words carried authority. Let my people go. They're the words of God into the situation. I mean, when you think about that Bible verse, it's wonderful. It's hard, but wonderful. It says, God says to Moses, I have seen, I've seen their pain and suffering. I've heard their cries. And what does God say? I have seen their misery. I've heard their cries, cries and I have come down. Oh, Pharaoh never had a chance. One of my prayers, oh Lord, rend the heavens and come down. Wow. The authority. The authority. The authority of prophets. Amen? We believe it's not a died thing that there's the offices of the prophets. They carry authority. Yes, the Bible says about Ephesians that the foundations of the church are built on apostles and prophets. Yes? Just think of the power and authority of Elijah's word where he said, stop raining. It stopped raining for seven years. Wow, it's the same God we serve. Yeah, maybe you've got to stand in faith and start speaking faith-filled things over. Yes, and it's lovely, it's amazing when in 1 Kings and 17 and when he speaks to Ahab, what does Ahab say? What do you want, old troublemaker? Yes, and then he, he says, um, and, and Elijah being a, a real good prophet kind of says, well, I've not made trouble, but you have. Yes, it's amazing. What about the authority of Joshua uh, in Joshua 10? Now this, let's think about all the miracles in the Bible. This has got to be one of the, the biggest. There was in a battle and Joshua he said he was losing the light and he was he's saying, oh God, God, I just need some more time just to, and he prayed, son, stand still. Well, can you imagine speaking that in a group of scientists? Yes? It's, 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 uh, there's a lot of science in the world. And they prayed, sun stand still. The Bible says that the sun stood still in the crack. In the, I don't know whether God stopped the earth from moving or whether he, he, he stopped the sun moving. God just went into the whole solar system. Just think of that. The Bible says that the sun stood still. This is the God that you pray to. This is a God that is looking after your family. Yeah? This is the God that understands your burdens. This is the God over his church, over that work situation, over those broken situations or relationships. Is If he can 
his divine glory can just rearrange the solar system of how he wants it to do then come on let's relax I know you may have challenges but you say God you have amazing authority amen 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 well and also you know we have to make sure we have the right authority that we, we stand in, 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 especially we're involved in church, because we get this really interesting story in Acts chapter 19, verse 15. It says, it says this, and hear this, it was around the apostles and they thought, you know what, That's, that seems like a brilliant thing to do that we want to get involved in. And this is what it says, and listen to the, why it went wrong. It says, some men took it upon themselves to minister. Oh, what does that tell you? Just, we're not going to come under anything. We're just going to do our thing. Yes? That they took it upon themselves to create a ministry. Yes? Wow. Make sure you submit. In New Horizon Church, and I know Pastor Steve knows this, that, that not one person, you know, makes a decision. We, we believe in counsel. Yes? And you want to honor Pastor Steve, who's a wonderful leader, will get counsel and make decisions. It says, some men took upon themselves to minister. And they went to pray for people. It says, the evil spirit answered back, Jesus I know. Now listen to this. Jesus I know. And Paul I know. But you, I do not know. And the Bible says, they took such a beating, they had to leave the house. Yes, black and blue. Yes. And we want to live a life, don't we, graciously under the shadow of the Almighty where a demon say, we know Jesus and we know Paul and actually we know you. Yes. And, uh, you know, um, if you're really doing well as a church, you know, because some people want to be famous uh, on earth. Yes. Uh, but I want to say we really are cutting it and doing well if we're famous in heaven. Uh, sorry, in hell. Yeah, like, you know, if, if hell's got your wanted post on every lamppost, yes, yeah, that's when you know you're doing well, yeah. So all heaven may have, all hell may have broke in you over your life, but I'm going to believe when I pray that all heaven, come on, is going to break over your life, amen. We're going to believe that. And uh, yeah, and so be encouraged. Amazing authority, amazing church. Is this helping you? Is it growing your faith? Yes. And then, you know, regarding amazing authority, amazing church. And it says this in uh, Hebrews 13. He says, have confidence in your leaders. Yes. Uh, and you know this, I'm come to commend this wonderful couple. And like I shared yesterday, you've gone through a lot of change and transition and uh, things are a bit different. I understand that. But if, you know, sometimes as pastors, we have to train for like five years to, to, to become a minister and get our AG status. But we never train our congregation how to be a congregation. Yes? Because it's a two-way thing, is it? We're, we're all one family, like Pastor Steve says. And so it says, have confidence on your leaders and submit to their authority. Because they keep watch over you. Yes? It's a powerful, powerful thing. Yes? They watch over you as though 
those who must give an account. Pastor Steve, when he gets to heaven, is going to have to give an account for Restore Church that God has entrusted it to him. I've got to stand and I'm accountable before God for New Horizon Church. Yes? And in my life. And it says, you know, uh, submit to them uh, uh, because keep watch over you and those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden for that will be no benefit to you. Yes? And... Um, I know that can be hard at times, but we want to really encourage, don't we? Yes? And so really just get behind them. They want, let's believe that these two, they're so excited to be here and n just never stop talking about you, how blessed they feel to be here. And, uh, but, you know, we want, we want their lives to be a joy. Yes? And we're all responsib responsible for supporting them. And as leaders, you have to make lots of decisions, yeah? And uh, because if you can't make decisions, you can't be a leader. Yes, and so just be gracious to Pastor Steve and Becky, yeah, when they make some decisions, and uh, if sometimes you'll, you'll make a decision where you think, oh, that, that wasn't great, or whatever, but just get behind them, yeah, just get behind them, because we want their work to be a joy. Is everyone with me? Right, how long have I got left, Pastor Steve? <laughs> just tell me, five minutes? Ten minutes, Okay. He's so wonderful. He's the senior pastor. Oh, thank you. So, well, thank you. I've only got one last point, so. Now, this is a hard one. Amazing authority, amazing society. Yes? I want to share some things, but there's going to be a caveat at the end. So if this makes you feel really uncomfortable, just hang in there, yeah? In 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33, it says, God is a God. God is not a God of disor disorder and chaos, but a God of order. Yes? That's what you need to understand about Jesus. He's not, he's not the, he's, he, he's the God of order. There needs to be order. Yes? Order in the church and order in the society. Yes? Romans 13, verses 1 to 5, because this, this, this message really helps us be good citizens in Plymouth and, and wherever we are. It says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. Yes, the authorities that exist have been established by God. Oh, yes. And I know sometimes we don't agree with our prime ministers or I don't know whether you, you know, who you vote for, but the Bible says we should honor those and pray for those in authority. Yes? God really spoke to me one time and said, don't complain about anyone you're unwilling to pray for. Yeah? And I know sometimes we don't agree with everything. And it's been tough the last few years, but we should always honor people, Yes? Because we need them in society. Right now, authorities are being shaken. Yes? And that's, that can be a very dangerous time for society. Yes? Even the royal family is being shaken to its roots right now. Yes? And we need to pray. Yes? Because the enemy is wanted to come in like a flood. But the Bible says when any comes like a flood, 
God will make a standard against it. We are that standard. Yes, we are that standard. He says, consequently, whoever rebels against the authorities is rebelling against God. He has instituted and those who do will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. Wow. And so I want to come to an end, and maybe the band just wants to play, but right now in our lives... Let's just have a moment to reflect on amazing authority, amazing Jesus. Yes? And maybe right now, God just wants to say, listen. Maybe God's challenger about having the faith, having the faith of that centurion. I mean, what's amazing that this, this centurion had, had a lot more knowledge and understanding of Jesus for those who'd been to Bible college. Yes? And that's why if you're new to faith, just start living by faith and, and go for it, yes? Because God just wants us to come to him. And so right now, we just want to say, Jesus Christ, we recognize your authority in our lives. Lord, I just pray that we'll be reminded today, reminded today that you have delegated your authority to us and so we get our confidence and our assurance not in our gift but in who we are and what have you of what you have deposited in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit God I just pray that this church again will rise in faith that if you can stop the sun in its tracks then nothing is impossible for you and Lord I just pray that give us that new vision of how powerful and how amazing your church can be if we all rise and say, God, all authority, all power, all dominion belongs to you. And Lord, I just pray that different message regarding the, the rulers. The caveat is, church, is that, you know, we follow the rulers, but sometimes there was a rule that came in in the Acts of the Apostles that was completely against the followers of Jesus and so they said we must obey God rather than man does that make sense so we don't follow rulers and authority if it's if it's different to what the Bible says and maybe right now there's people in authority over your life maybe I know this might be a difficult subject but right now maybe you need to pray for your boss maybe you need to pray for people who you're finding it really hard and maybe you've suffered through the abuse of authority and maybe you've got your walls up. But right now you want to say, God, I want to position myself in the shadow of the Almighty. Just say the word. I want to say one prayer and then I'm going to take my seat. But 
If you were, you've got a situation in your life where you said, God, when you know someone's suffering terribly or it's God, I want you to speak a word. Who's going to believe that God's going to speak a word over situations right now? So I want you to just do something brave. If you feel you, you, you want God to break in and do something and we're going to pray for a word, then if you want to stand to your feet as heads are bowed and eyes closed, if there's anybody here, I'm going to pray for some people where you want to say, God, I want you to say a word. Maybe it's a health issue. Maybe it's a relationship issue. Maybe it's a work issue. I, I don't know. But right now, you just want God to say, speak a word. Heavenly Father, I just pray right now over this congregation. Lord, I just pray that this, from this day forth, they will walk with more authority and power through the Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray if there's any impossibilities in man, in man's eyes over anybody in this congregation, we believe all you need is to say a word. And so, Lord, we rise up in our faith like the, the centurion. And we say, God, we need your help. Jesus, we need your help. Jesus, we need your grace. Jesus, we need your healing touch. Lord, we just pray over this community and over the city of Plymouth to the north, the south, the east, and the west. And we say, in places of darkness, just speak a word. We pray for those people who are suffering from domestic violence, Lord, just say the word. For those people suffering with addiction and just say the word. For those people who've got up today with no purpose and feel completely broken, we just pray. Just speak the word. Lord, we just pray right now that power of your word is manifesting itself through the power of the Holy Spirit, ministering to this community, ministering to this congregation, ministering to this city. And all God's people said, Amen. It's been such a pleasure sharing the word with you this morning. God bless.